0: fantasy sports news analysis and opinion this is key to the game with dex dunford and colby mckee welcome into episode 28 of key to the game fantasy sports podcast it's wednesday december the 7th back in here on the wednesday morning gonna break down week 14 in the nfl i'm colby mckee alongside dex dunford dex how are we doing this friday i oh, had not a friday that was a, that was a weird one
1: yeah it's Wednesday. wednesday.
0: That was a bad call. I
1: wish it was Friday. Me too. Same here. We would be that much closer to football this weekend. I had a rough start to this morning. I had a nice little fall trying to get into the office. Right. But you know what? That's what happens when you're running a little late and you're you're sprinting towards a door and the ground is icy. And I'm just really glad that you know I turned my face. And my face didn't hit the door, and it was, like, my shoulder, so...
0: And it's a glass door, right? So... It's a glass door. Could have been either a really big smear mark, or it could have been even worse.
1: Can you imagine if I had smashed through the fucking glass door, and just cut up my baby maker? Right. That's what I call my face.
0: What do you you call it? The baby maker. The baby...
1: (laughs) Because women want to have babies when they see it. Well, that's not true at all. My no, wife doesn't even want to have babies. Well,
0: that's a different conversation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for our psychology podcast. Man, we we
0: if we can't do this uh, sports podcast, we've got that podcast. We've got political talk. We've done before. Yeah, we're we're definitely multifaceted guys. Let's be honest here.
1: I mean, we can talk about anything. Just give us a topic.
0: Or it's like improv class.
1: Yeah. It, oh, that would be a good podcast—an improv podcast. Give, improv give podcast. us a
0: word, and what was the thing on like SNL a,
1: or like a scene.
0: Uh, No, even just we make a scene from the word.
1: Yeah, or like whose line is it anyway, where they give you like, okay, you're a carpet salesman, and you're a, and then, yeah. And then we do it. We're way off track here.
0: That's okay, though. Um, (laughs) That could be a different podcast, too. But we're here. It's Key to the Game, fantasy sports podcast that we're doing today.
1: Oh, that's the one we're doing. Uh, Yeah,
0: we'll we'll do our other ones later on. But uh, we're going to break down week 14 in the NFL for you heading into the weekend, obviously we'll be talking more on, might be Friday, might be Saturday coming up this week as well. But, let's kick it off with our Wednesday Top 5. It's not Tuesday, it's not Wednesday, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. So, uh, we're, as you already know, if you've listened to us in previous weeks, we're going to break down our top quarterback, our top running back, wide receiver, tight end, and defense that we like heading into said week. Uh, you want me to start a quarterback this week? Give her a go. I mean, this guy was fantastic. He was definitely the better quarterback of the two we had mentioned last week, and that was Matt Stafford, beating Drew Brees pretty handedly in fan duel points. I like him again this week. Another good matchup at home against Chicago. Uh, Chicago's defense, you know, can kind of go, you know, either way at some points in the season, but, I mean, the, the team as a whole is definitely, di- you know, not. You know, rolling on all cylinders, let's say, uh, as a home matchup, not any weather to worry about. We've talked about that in previous weeks. I like Stafford, and he's highly priced, obviously, this week. So you might have to pay up for him, but I really like him this week uh, in terms of probably a cash play.
1: Yeah, and I think um, the advantage he has over Chicago is not necessarily that Chicago is a bad defense. It's that their offense is so depleted, I don't think they can stay on the field for any amount of time. So Stafford will have Many, many opportunities. Even if the Bears get a few stops on him, mm-hmm. he's, he's going to be right back out there again pretty quick, I think. So, 100%. yeah, I like that pick. My QB pick this week is Jameis Winston. Okay. He's going up against the New Orleans Saints, who are giving up huge pass yards to every single quarterback they play against.
0: Look at Matt Stafford last
1: Matt week. Matt Stafford had a feast. And this as... is
0: in Tampa Bay, correct?
1: This would be in Tampa Bay. So,
0: I mean, we looked at Drew Brees last week. At home, he was disappointing.
1: Uh, that's I I never didn't really look up. But that's got to be one of his worst home performances. Like
0: we talked about it earlier about averaging what three forty and three touchdowns at home over the yeah. past four years. Uh, so a big sample size. And yeah, I know he. Who thought the Detroit Lions defense, which we'll get to later on, who thought they were any good to stop New Orleans at home? Definitely a different situation. But Winston,
1: I did not expect that. No. But yeah, Winston. Um, obviously he's got Mike Evans to throw to. Uh, Mike Evans, the high, hes the highest priced wideout this week That's on correct. FanDuel. Yeah, um, but I think he'll be worth it. None of these guys are over nine thousand dollars this week. So even though he's the highest price, he's not Antonio Brown five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Remember, Antonio Brown was almost getting up to ten grand. i was gonna say almost ten. Um, so you know they've all come back to earth a little bit. He's the highest price, but I think he'll be worth it. Uh, and and Jameis Winston has a chance to put up some big points.
0: I agree. No, I I like Winston a lot. He's definitely uh definitely proven he can he's he's what let's say a top you want to say top 12 quarterback, top 10 quarterback in this league overall.
1: Fantasy-wise, yeah, maybe not real life performance-wise.
0: You don't think even real life performance?
1: Uh I'd need some time to actually go He's probably he, like, he'd be he'd be scratching the surface for sure if not in it but yeah. I need some time to think about who else I would want sure. in my yeah, top no. ten.
0: We're not making bold picks here. This is, it's early morning, but uh, running back-wise, then, we'll go running back. Uh, this is a Thursday night pick, so this is a guy that I feel like you got to put him in on Thursday night. If you're playing maybe a Thursday through Monday, uh, roll with this guy. Spencer Ware, excellent game last week, a, a rushing and a receiving touchdown. And you know that Casey offense apparently is getting Jeremy Macklin back. Um, he, he had a full practice yesterday. He's, you know, he's going to be a part of it. He's probably not going to be the star. He doesn't need to be the star with everybody else around him. Travis Kelsey, we called, had a great game, uh, a monster game tight end-wise. Tyreek Hill still on the roster. And like I said, Spencer Ware at the backfield as a pass catcher is one of the best in the league. So Spencer Ware going up against Oakland on the Thursday night game. If you got a Thursday through Monday lineup, I definitely recommend uh, giving that a go.
1: Um, for my running back this week, I'm going with Melvin Gordon. Obviously, he's had a great season so far throughout, but he's also up against Carolina, who is, um, back at home after a two-week road trip, mm-hmm. but they've been absolutely getting torn apart by running backs. Thomas Rawls had, I want to say a career day. I don't know if that's technically a career day, but he had those couple of rushing touchdowns on them, uh, did a lot of work on the ground against them this weekend, uh it looks like their defense had a few good weeks but is kind of falling back to their old habits that they started the season with the offense can't really get anything going and we know when an offense is bad that just feeds into the defense because the defense is on the field more they're tired the uh, the opposing offense is getting more opportunities i think the panthers are in free fall cam newton's not wearing his ties i mean jesus christ that that team's on fire
0: I, I it's bad enough where I, I'm not even starting Cam in my season long. I've got Kirk Cousin rolling. Like it's just you, you can't trust that offense. Uh, Jonathan Stewart had a good game a couple weeks ago, but he's very inconsistent. And yeah, I mean you're right. Offense bad offense tends to lead to bad defense. You're just having him on the field more, like we mentioned with Chicago and it's uh, very similar that way. So no, I I like that pick a lot. I mean, obviously the uh, you know, the the bad fortune of the San Francisco defense this week is Matt Forte. So that's always going to be another popular option. Obviously, Jordan Howard, he proved it in in two folds. He was yep. excellent. Um and, and I mean, that was also field conditions too.
1: Had to run it. You couldn't Had to throw run it. it.
0: They didn't even complete a pass until midway through the second quarter.
1: Yeah. I remember um, when I was watching Red Zone on the weekend, they kept going back, like, we have a completed pass in Chicago. And, right. But then, like, they kept getting called the back, so. back. yeah. Oh, man, that was funny.
0: And I mean, and then, yeah, I mean, we talked about Kaepernick, you know, being potentially a good pick. And some people actually went with him, um, both in our 110% podcast uh, league, as well as other FanDuel leagues and, and tournaments this week. And, oh, man, he got benched. Like, that's just a terrible... Terrible play there. I,
1: okay, and I think that shows you got to pay attention to weather because I had uh, Marquez Wilson mm-hmm. in a few lineups this <laughs> week, and then I saw that weather, and you know a few people were talking how they probably won't be throwing the ball a whole lot. Well, that was an understatement and a half because they barely threw the ball, and they Barkley couldn't complete did, anything. did, though,
0: and they a lot of, of drop balls, though.
1: I know, but they couldn't complete it when they did throw it.
0: Well, Wilson wasn't worse. It was uh, Bellamy. Josh Bellamy was the one that dropped two wide open balls, wasn't it? Like there was there was one wide out on Chicago that was way worse at dropping catches than the other.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I was mostly just watching red zone. They don't so. have
0: anybody to. But,
1: no, I know. You know, like... so I I was on top of that weather report, and so I actually rejigged my cash lineups because I had him in my cash lineups, but I didn't want somebody who was going to be dependent on the weather like that. So I swapped him out. And with the swaps that I made, I actually ended up working in Golden Tate, who had a great week. Uh, right. So I kind of got lucky in that sense that I swapped out Wilson, who put up a zero. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I had to make a couple other changes due to salary, but ended up getting Golden Tate in there, who is one of the tops, if not the top scoring wide out of the week. Right.
0: So, and I mean, we talked about, I think it was last week, that the score app in terms of following individual players. So I knew having Marvin Jones in my season long league, I knew Marvin Jones was going to be out last week. So, Sunday morning when I set my last few FanDuel lineups, I same thing. Put Golden Tate in there. I knew he was going to get some catches. I uh, did a stack with Stafford, Riddick, and Golden Tate like you mentioned last week as one of your one of your main lineups, and that was my best lineup probably of the year. At like 150, almost almost 160 on FanDuel last week. Uh, I did pull a Dex, however, and I only put it in one lineup. Uh, I did win me money, obviously, but if I would have put that in, obviously, more lineups would have would have just killed it. Would have would have destroyed all the uh, the cash lines out of the water. But yeah, different story.
1: Oh, uh, wow. go ahead. Should we move on to uh, wideout?
0: I, I absolutely agree. Wide receiver this week. We've talked about him already. You like his quarterback in Jameis Winston. I like the guy he's going to be throwing to a ton. It's Mike Evans, out of Tampa Bay. Like he said, highest priced wideout this week, but he's for a reason. We t- uh, Cecil Shorts and Adam Humphreys are both probably going to miss this week's game with various injuries, the knee and the concussion, respectively. So we know he's a target hog. He's got the highest, he's got the most targets in the league this year. So it's a great stat to have. And I, mean, I don't think he's going to have back-to-back performances. He hasn't done that so far this year. And I think he's going to have a monster game. He's playing New Orleans in Tampa Bay. No weather really to worry about. Mark me down, fifty-fifty lineups. I'm having Mike Evans in all of my lineups.
1: I'm going to be going on the other side of the field, and that would be Michael Thomas with the New Orleans Saints. Is that
0: back-to-back weeks for you and Thomas?
1: Yeah. You got to love and it. And he for disappointed Thomas. me last week, but he's been so consistent, so good um, all season long so far. And you know, I think Drew Brees will be looking to have a comeback game, so I'm going to be rostering Michael Thomas for sure this week. One okay. I'm getting a phone call. We'll okay, just have to good. edit this out. Well, uh, we'll
0: just mute you down there. Uh, we're gonna move on to tight end, uh, just quickly there. Uh, I like Ladarius Le- Le- Green facing Buffalo this week. Uh, he had a great game against the Giants. His best game as a Steeler, and I mean, we talked about the Steelers' offense being just absolutely dynamite and Green's going to be a part of it heading down the stretch here. So A-B, you got A-B, you got Lev Bell out of the backfield catching balls, and now you've got Ladarius Green. Um, You know, had a great game, and I think he's only going to continue this week against Buffalo. He's going to be definitely highly owned in cash games. So again, following the pack strategy, I think Ladarius Green are going to be chasing points a little bit, but I think he's a very solid tight end choice this week.
1: Uh, I like that choice. If I'm going tight end this week, I'm looking towards Jimmy Graham. Okay. we have been targeting the Green Bay Packers all season long in terms of the opposing passing game. Uh, they haven't really gotten any better. They've strung together a few games, mainly on the back of their offense. But they're still giving up yards through the air. They're still vulnerable there. Uh, Jimmy Graham plays like a wide receiver. He's not your blocking tight end that catches a few checkdowns. No, this guy's a wide receiver who happens to play the tight end position. Um, So I'm excited about Jimmy Graham and the matchup he's got this week. Uh, Russell Wilson looked like he kind of picked it up after a bad week last week. So, you know, he had a bad week. He had a good week. Hopefully he keeps building on that. Not too many more bad weeks. Uh, He is on the road, which kind of, you know, Seahawks 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 are a different team on the road. But that said, they've got a nice matchup. They always come prepared to games. Seattle Seahawks probably have arguably the best coaching staff in the NFL. They'll be prepared they'll know the weaknesses of the Green Bay Packers, and they'll show up to exploit that.
0: and I mean it's another plus matchup, regardless of how you do it. I mean it is it is Lambo in December. We looked at we saw how Lambo was this past week against yep. Houston, so that's kind of suspect and, and how Brock Osweiler, crappy Brock and the Houston offense looked. Uh, did they even score a touchdown? yeah, they did.
1: DeAndre Hopkins had one.
0: Oh, yeah, and I actually I feel like Ryan Griffin, teams. the tight end, got one as well, so never mind. I just can't remember. Uh, so anyways, tight end, good matchup, though. Like um, Graham is getting the targets still. Him and Baldwin are going to get their targets at least, and you just got to hope that they can convert. So good choice there. And finally, defense, we, we finally get the matchup of, of targeting our boys Cleveland. Cleveland's back on, there's no more bye weeks, so you get to pick on anybody you want this week. So obviously Cincinnati's going to be up there. But my choice this week is the Detroit defense going up against Chicago at home. I think if the offense, can, you know, can kind of spot them some points and get out really big, it just alleviates all that pressure to to really dominate at home. But they've shown that they can, you know, kind of show up for games they need to win. This is a, a division matchup as well. I like Detroit's defense to stand up against that really crappy Matt Barkley-led Chicago offense.
1: Yeah, I think uh, it's always good to pick on Cleveland, but I'm going to go a different direction because that's just the obvious pick this week. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. They're up against Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a bad offense, period. Uh, no questions asked there. Blake Bortles is terrible, very mistake-prone. And you see the difference between an average defense and a good defense when they go against these bad teams that make mistakes like the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um last week when they went up against Denver, Denver made them pay for those mistakes. They looked really good. They they don't drop interceptions. They'll return those interceptions for scores. You know, it's if if you go against an average defense, you sometimes you get away with your mistakes because they don't capitalize on your mistakes. You know, they might knock down a pass but they don't intercept it, or they might uh they might sack you but they don't strip you or whatever, right? Minnesota is a very good defense, and they will capitalize on those mistakes just like Denver did.
0: Best scoring defense in the league so far this year. They they really limited what Dallas could do last week on the Thursday night game. I mean that Dallas offense. Um, Zeke Elliott had to had to get every single yard he got, and Dak had to you know he had to be very efficient. So no, I, I absolutely agree that that Minnesota defense we talked about is being one you really have to worry about. One of the very few you have to worry about going against, uh, if you have your season-long players, that's a, that's a great choice there for Minnesota. So if you can afford them, obviously, because they're going to be highly priced, yep. much like Denver was last week, you got to do that as well.
1: So And price is going to matter a lot this week if you're on I'm, FanDuel. Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about this yesterday. you got Mike Evans, very highly priced. you got David Johnson, who's Hello. almost at the $10,000 mark.
0: Matt Stafford's the second highest quarterback if you're gonna go that route. Yeah. Jameis Winston's obviously a lot cheaper, so you
1: eventually you've got to cheap out somewhere. If you if you're looking at these guys, David Johnson For me it's
0: that third wide out. That's looking really iffy at this yeah. point.
1: I mean, do you go somebody like Anquan Bolden? I was thinking about putting him in some of my lineup. Or
0: Tyler Lockett. I, yeah. I currently have in, in one of my spots. It's going to be, yeah, I don't know. You're going like,
1: to need to find some value plays this week, or you're going to need to forego some of the expensive guys, which might be a bit of a death sentence, just the way that some of these guys are going. I mean, how can Mike you, Evans... How can you
0: not have David Johnson in your lineup?
1: Exactly. How can you not have David Johnson? Mike Evans had one bad week, but he's been Mr. Consistent so far this season with some huge games. I don't know how you cannot have Mike Evans, especially with the matchup this week and the way that Matt Stafford tore apart New New Orleans last week. Right. I don't know how you can avoid that matchup. Like you,
0: like you'd I'm, be fading
1: him for sure. You'd be going against the grain. Yeah. Which might be a decent strategy in a GPP, but in a cash game, nah, you gotta have Mike Evans. I think.
0: Hundred percent. I've I've told I told you that already. But yeah, and kicker too. Like you're you're scraping bare bones for kicker too in order to afford everybody. So yeah. it's. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting strategy to to find a, a guy or two that you really like to pair with all these stars this week. It, it's doable, but uh, you definitely have to make some sacrifices. So quickly, I, we're just going to wrap up here at the very end. You did FanDuel last night. I haven't talked to you since this morning. How was your NBA FanDuel lineup last night?
1: You know, my lineups were good, but it was a high-scoring night again. The last it? few nights have been very high-scoring. Um, Monday night, I had a good night, one on all my lineups. Um, i put up 330 points but the cash line was 315 which is really high for cash games
0: 330 and you just kind of gotten yeah, cash. Yeah, just like just
1: 15 points above cash, right? Right. Some nights that would be 60 points above cash, right? Sometimes they they don't get up past 270.
0: So you had wall with the career night but you also had yep. Fournier, that was your Fournier, GPP who let lineup. me down.
1: No? Yeah, that was my GPP. So Fournier let me down GPP wise and then in in my uh, in my cash games, you know, nobody really let me down. It's just I didn't have some of these other guys that went off. Obviously, I had Wall, and I had Marc Gasol, who had a great game. Okay. Um, but, you know, everybody else kind of got to, you know, four times, five times value. I put up 309 points, but I still fell two points below that cash line. Two? Two points. Oh. So, you know, Man. I don't even know if I can be upset about that, because most nights, if you put up 309 points in a cash game on FanDuel in basketball— you're going to win.
0: That f- no, it feels good. So the line was 311.
1: The line was 311 and so the ones that I still high.
0: In. You're right. That's Still
1: insane. really high. So these last couple of nights have been very high. A uh, few guys that have just gone off, like Clay went off on Monday night. Mm-hmm. There was the overtime game. Um, last night you had Wall going off. Marcus all had a pretty good game. Um, there's a couple other guys that had nice stat lines at the end of the night. Right. Um but
0: Do you have a chance to look at what the winners had?
1: I, I did. I mean, no. everybody had Wall. You had to have okay. Wall last night to right. win because there wasn't a whole lot of star players on the board. Um, but, yeah, we can go back and look. But, yeah. I I was just got I was watching it and I I saw that I wasn't really keeping up with the cash line all night. I was sort of just below it all night. Yeah. So I just had a bad feeling and and when that last game started, I had Hayward and Hood and they both did well as as well. But they didn't, I love Hayward. They love didn't Hayward. smash value like John Wall did. So his price is gonna be up over ten grand pretty soon. Who Wall? Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's got to be with with the amount of times he's got his usage for, usage percentage and just being a guard having the ball in your hands and stuff like that. So. Uh, Good, well maybe you might have to, uh, to fade basketball for a little bit
1: That's not I think I'm going to take nights. tonight off <laughs> and <laughs> reassess myself we'll do a you know what? I'm not, I can't even be mad about losing last you night though Because no. I set a good lineup Like if my lineup had come up with 250 points Then I can be like oh, I'm an idiot and I set a bad lineup But my lineup was over 300 points in a cash game And still didn't win Right. So I mean usually that would win Usually that would be a good enough lineup Last night it wasn't, whatever
0: that's okay. Maybe we'll set a lineup together on Thursday night while we're sitting and watching the Thursday night game at Boston Pizza. And we'll do maybe a hockey night. And we'll,
1: and we'll share a pizza. Why not? Have a little date night, set oh, some fan lineups okay. together and a little have a happy, pizza. A
0: little, bit of, yeah. a little bit of wine, we'll see. But uh, exactly. So we got three weeks left of Thursday night football at Boston Pizza. Free fantasy night. Come on out. Get yourself signed in. And potentially win the daily prize, obviously, to enter to win the yearly prize, which we're giving away December 22nd. It's going to make a, a great uh, Christmas gift. It's going to be a nice yeah, gift it, for somebody. If
1: you're cheap, you can re-gift it.
0: Well, yeah, true. Keep I it for yourself, Anybody also? want a Bud Light were. reclining couch? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? So, I'll take
1: one. My dog ate my couch downstairs.
0: <laughs> Recently? I can't
1: win, so I can't have it, but maybe maybe I can buy it off the winner.
0: Yeah. If, they if don't it's have if it's our friend it. Jason there, who's a very avid listener and avid uh, goer to Thursday night football, maybe he can uh, yeah. set a price
1: for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll throw him a twenty.
0: There you go, You're doing <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any more money. A little low ball, that's okay. Um, anyway, so appreciate you finding us today. Uh, it's gonna be a shorter pod. Obviously, we got to get out of here we got work to do now. So, uh, Key to the Game, Fantasy Sports Podcast. Thanks for finding us. As always, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find podcasts. Head to our website, keytothegame.com. We've got the FanDuel banner, which is now not Road to 51 anymore. It's five free entries for all sports. It's giving you NFL, NBA, and NHL uh, entries, beginner contests. You start out fresh. You earn your way up. You can earn some money with us. Take what we've been saying and try try to uh, emulate that on FanDuel. So keytothegame.com. Appreciate you finding us. And uh, we'll talk to you later on this week. We're going to preview the weekend some more, get some NBA talk and some NHL talk going on.
1: Word. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you hopefully on Thursday night.
0: Thanks for downloading this episode of Key to the Game. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform and visit
1: keytothegame.com for past episodes and in-depth articles.